You are tuned to the Porch Fiddler Radio Show. My name is Eric Wilson, and I will be your host. Welcome to the Porch, where we will hear some old-time fiddle tunes that will get your toes a-tapping, make your heart sing, and fill your mind with memories of the good old days. Our show today is a production of PorchFiddler.com, where you can hear all of our podcasts, read over show notes and transcriptions, find links to musicians and tunes, and catch some interesting porch fiddling videos on my YouTube channel. I would love to hear from you, so reach out and email me at porchfiddler at gmail.com. In our show last week, I played the tune Apple Blossom from Cecil Johnson's album Country Style Fiddling. I promised to play you another one of his fiddle tunes. So let's get this show started with Cecil Johnson playing Peacock Rag. Peacock rag is a bluegrass, old-time country rag, also known as Starlight Clog, the Mason-Dixon Shottage, Parkersburg Landing, Limberneck Blues, and the Nightingale. This next song is Lower Mill Creek. The performers are unknown, but perhaps this recording is from the 2009 Clifftop Jam. Here's Lower Mill Creek. Thank you. 
Yellow Barber is the name of our next tune. East Kentucky fiddler Buddy Thomas, who lived near Portsmouth, Ohio, recorded an influential version of this square dance tune before he died at age 39 in 1974. Mark Wilson remarks that fiddlers east of Portsmouth often call the tune Arthur Berry. The latter 18th century Scottish heir, Aldi Valach, also known as Over the Moor Among the Heather, may well be an ancestral tune of Yellow Barber and Arthur Berry. Here's Buddy Thomas playing an old favorite called Yellow Barber. <laughs> ¶¶ 
You are listening to the Porch Fiddler Radio Show. We have another song coming up shortly. However, I want to tell you that you can find out more about our show at porchfiddler.com. There you can read the show notes, find links to music, and many more sources of old-time fiddle tunes. If you are enjoying listening to our show today, then please click on the follow button on the listening platform that you are using. That way, each time the Porch Fiddler publishes a new podcast, you will be notified. I'm so glad that you choose to listen to the Porch Fiddler. The tune Little Burnt Potato was popularized by Canadian maritime radio and TV fiddler Don Messer. The tune has been characterized as Irish in origin, although in fact it is the composition of Canadian fiddler Colin J. Boyd, who was himself of Scottish descent. Boyd was born in West Lakeville, Nova Scotia in 1891 and learned to play the fiddle as a child. Little Burnt Potato is Boyd's adaptation of an old Scottish jig passed on to him by Dan MacDonald. Here's Little Burnt Potato. you have something to say to Porch Fiddler, you can email me at porchfiddler at gmail.com. You can tell me what you think of the show, suggest songs or artists that we can highlight on upcoming Porch Fiddler shows, or just reach out and say, hey, I look forward to hearing from you. Up next is a tune called Pleasure House Rag. It is uncertain as to the origin of this tune. However, it comes to us from Kelly Purdue. It has been performed at various fiddle jams, including the Gettysburg, Pennsylvania Jam. Here is Pleasure House Rag.
It's time for our weekly story time on the Porch Fiddler radio show. This is another episode of The Adventures of Old Bob, the Fiddle, and the River. Bo was at it again. He is painting murals on the ceiling of City Hall. Beauregard Fisher is a local artist who is well known for the many murals that he has painted on the side of buildings, retaining walls, and bridge underpasses. Old Bob was scrolling through his social media news feed where he read about how the mayor and city council of Grace Harbor had commissioned Bo to paint murals at City Hall specifically on the ceiling of the town council chambers. Old Bob was looking at the pictures and noticed that they were scenes of historic importance. Grace Harbor has a rich history, and there has been a push in recent years to preserve the history through murals. During the winter months, Bo couldn't paint outside because it was too cold for that sort of thing. He has his day job of working for the city in the public works department, but at night is when the magic happens. Bo has a painting studio and a back room of the Riverside Art Art Gallery in town. Old Bob sent a text message to Bo to see if he would be working in his art studio tonight. He received a message back within minutes saying that he planned to be painting there tonight around 6 o'clock and to come on over if Old Bob wanted to. Old Bob told Bo that he would bring his fiddle and his wife, Barbara. This would be a great time to talk with Bo about the City Hall murals that he is doing. Dinner passed quickly as Barbara warmed up some leftover beef stew from a couple of nights ago. Old Bob helped wash the dishes. He wanted to get out the door and meet up with Bo. Barbara was easygoing and allowed herself to be flexible with her schedule so that when her husband had a sudden urge to take the fiddle someplace to perform, she was ready for the opportunity. But she didn't know too much about the City Hall murals, so she was anxious to find out more about it as well. Old Bob packed up the fiddle, helped Barbara with her winter coat, and zipped up his warm jacket with a hat pulled down over his ears. They walked the few blocks over to the river, Riverside Art storefront, wondering if the front door would be open, since Grace Harbor rolls up the sidewalks early on weeknights. Not many antique shoppers or tourists come to town during the winter, but old Bob and Barbara found the lights on and the front door unlocked. They let themselves in and meandered through the art displays of paintings, sculptures, carvings, and various sorts of art objects. The shop was very long, and it took a minute to walk all the way to the back. Old Bob called out, Bo, we're here. He heard Bo reply to come on in. As they entered the large art studio in the back, they had to surf circumnavigate around all the stuff sprawled all over the place. Tables with half-finished paintings, broken chairs, lamps in need of repair, a broom and dustpan that hadn't been used in a long, long time, 
and pieces of wood and lumber that could possibly be future prospects for some modern-looking art project. Hey, old Bob. Hi, Barbara. How are you guys doing? Bo walked toward them in a slow, careful sort of way. Handshakes were not the norm here, so just standing close and exchanging pleasantries was the way to break the ice in a conversation with Bo. Old Bob indicated that he had brought his fiddle to play, and Bo was happy to have him play some tunes to liven up an otherwise boring evening of painting on another canvas. Bo pointed to a couple of chairs in disrepair and invited Barbara to find a seat for herself. She first did a quick inspection to make sure the chair was safe. Then, while sitting down, Barbara looked around at the studio in wonder. She was an artist herself. There were finished paintings on the walls, some mostly finished paintings on easels, and a large assortment of items that could be made into a fun house for kids. The fiddle came out of its case, and old Bob did a quick tune check. He started with a li lively rendition of The Girl I Left Behind. After playing the tune, he said to Bo, I can never figure out if that song sounds happy because the composer was glad to say goodbye to his girl and leave her behind, or that he was always happy thinking about the girl that he had left behind and looked forward to seeing her again. They all chuckled. Then old Bob played a contemporary fiddle tune called Faye's Shower. It had a mysterious sound to it. Bo had returned to his work of painting. This canvas looked like a row of tulips, but each flower had the face of a woman, and the stems and leaves were rendered in such a way that they looked like can-can girls dancing in the grass. Another original by Beauregard Fisher. Now that old Bob had warmed up with a couple of tunes, he posed the question to Bo about the City Hall murals. Bo admitted rather nonchalantly that the mayor and city councilman had approached him about painting the ceiling in the city council meeting room. Bo had been delighted at the opportunity to do something a little different. I have to admit, said Bo, that I felt a little like Michelangelo, who had been hard at work on Pope Julius II's tomb when Julius asked him to paint the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. I felt uneasy about it. I mean, my work would be noticed and analyzed by hundreds, maybe even thousands of people in years to come. But the price was right, so I said yes. Did they give you an idea of what they wanted you to paint? Old Bob asked. Old Bob and Barbara knew that Bo had a reputation for painting the risque and baldy. One of his first murals at Beauregard Alley was of a brothel that used to be in town during the first part of the 20th century. After a statewide news scandal, Bo had to go back over the painting and change some of the characters that he had so suggestively depicted. Yeah, they told me specifically what they wanted me to paint, Bo confessed. It didn't involve too much creativity, but I still had to research some of the history of the town so that I had a better idea of what I was drawing. Old Bob nodded and announced that the next fiddle tune was in honor of the city muralist. He knew that Bo liked to drink beer, so he played Whiskey for Breakfast, which got a chuckle out of the smiling artist. After about 45 minutes of Bo painting and Old Bob fiddling and 
Barbara taking in the whole scene. The fiddle was put back into its case, and old Bob and Barbara said their goodbyes. Bo thanked them for stopping by and for playing the fiddle music. He said that the music makes the studio come alive and invited them to come back again soon. Barbara and old Bob promised that they would. As they walked out, they noticed a few of Bo's paintings in the art gallery and slowed to make a good look. Old Bob really liked Bo's painting style. Barbara said she liked the way he used color in his work. It was cold outside. The city streets were lit up with the lingering Christmas lights in the trees. With the fiddle case over his shoulder, old Bob took Barbara by the hand and led the way home, taking the shortcut through Blueberry Lane. As they reached their street, they understood the value of community and having good neighbors. They were happy to have Beauregard Fisher as their friend. That wraps up another adventure of Old Bob, the Fiddle, and the River. A Beautiful Waltz will bring this Porch Fiddler show to a conclusion today, performed by Natalie McMaster from her album Fit as a Fiddle, which is available on Amazon, and composed by Chris Romaine. Here is Nancy's Waltz. <laughs> That's our show for today, and I hope you enjoyed it. You can find the show notes of this podcast at www.porchfiddler.com. Please visit our website to support Porch, Porch Fiddler and click on the Donate button to send a dollar or two our way each month. 
Also, please give us a five-star rating and review on the podcast app that you use. I want to thank John Lamacusa for his wonderful collection of old fiddle tunes and musical notations. You can find the link to John's website in the show notes at porchfiddler.com. The intro and ending music on this podcast show is courtesy of my friend Jazar. His website is betterwithmusic.com. Thank you, Jazar. In next week's Porch Fiddler radio show, we will highlight more old-time fiddle tunes and have another story about old Bob and Barbara meeting one of their friends down by the lighthouse. This is Eric Wilson signing off for now. Stay in touch during the week by shooting me an email at porchfiddler.com, porchfiddler at gmail.com, or visit www.porchfiddler.com. Thanks, and have a good week. Until next time, keep on porch fiddling.